I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Each day for a trip to Vegas, you want to keep it locked to San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. KWFN and KWFN HD1 San Diego. This is Manny Machado. Lined and caught at third by Machado. The Padres play here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. Now, I will say, the journey, and it was a journey, <laughs> to get to the press box is one of the, the toughest journeys I've been on. And Chris Ello. He hits two home runs every game, including a glance. Excuse me. <laughs> well, <laughs> going to be one of those Man. days, huh? It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! 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 With plenty of nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Hater trying to end the game on this pitch. Three and two to Will Smith. Here it is. And a swing and a fly ball to right field straight away. Soto had him played perfectly. Backs up a couple of steps and he makes the catch. This ball game is over. An absolute classic between the Padres and the Dodgers in game two of the division series. It is won by San Diego 5-3. And this thing is tied 1-1 heading home to Petco Park. And that is where we are, getting ready for Game 3 of the National League Divisional Playoff Series, broadcasting live from the loft inside the Western Metal Supply Company building. It is Gwyn and Chris, Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, here at the loft where everybody's getting ready in much anticipation, Scraby. Oh, my goodness, yes. For Game 3 of this National League Divisional Playoff Series. They haven't yet opened the doors to the building, but... There's lines already. Yeah, there's lines. People are buzzing around Petco Park, and uh, I understand they're going to open things up about 3.30 this afternoon, two hours before game time, and then the Padres and the Dodgers will roll around here at Petco Park, and... uh, 
Hey, it's a long time coming. We've been waiting a long, long time for this. Tony Gwynn Jr. should be joining us shortly as well. He is uh, here at Petco Park, obviously, getting ready for the broadcast tonight with uh, Jesse Agler. I uh, visited with the boys a little bit earlier when I got here. I got here really early, Scrape. You'd be very proud of me. What I was, time? I was here about 1245 Oh, my today. goodness. You beat me twice this week, could and not, I don't like it. Yeah, could not wait for uh, the game today. Actually, I just thought there'd be so much traffic and, <laughs> you know, so much so much going on. That, that does I, make I, more sense. I kind of wanted to beat everybody down to the ballpark, but I got down there. I was very impressed. Jesse Agler, Tony Gwynn uh, Jr. already in the booth making their pregame notes, getting ready. And uh, Adam Amin walked in from uh, Fox Sports 1. Who's Nice. Uh, I think he's done a really nice job. I'm not just saying that because I got to meet him today. Uh, he's done a nice job, he and A.J. Pruszynski on the telecast. I thought the two games in L.A. I'll be honest with you, Scraby. Based on what you and I had to go through last Saturday night after the Padres lost game two to the mm, Mets, yes, and everybody yes. who called us on that post-game talk show basically complained about the broadcasters on ESPN. So I was looking for stuff during games one and two of the series just in case people called into our show and were complaining. I wanted to be ready to be able to talk about it. And I'll tell you one thing, I didn't I didn't notice anything, and then beyond that, nobody called, I mean, uh, to, to say anything. And I think that's a, a definite feather in the cap of Adam Amin, A.J. Pierzynski. I, I just think they've done a nice job, but, of course, we implore everybody to turn down the TV sound and uh, sync up the telecast with our radio call, Jesse Agler and Tony Gwynn Jr., because uh, they are the men, and uh, that man, they, you, they, you guys sounded great the other night. Tony's uh, getting his headset put on here at the loft in the Western Metal Supply Company building. But uh, Tony, yes, it has been too long since we have all been here for a playoff game at Petco Park, and the crowd's going to be in here. Sixteen long years we've waited for this day. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be epic tonight. It's going to be. Probably nothing like we've seen. I would imagine it's going to be a, a stitch uh, bigger, higher uh, than the Reds' their second opening. I imagine it's going to be a stitch louder, uh, more intense than it was the first uh, first game that the Padres had all the pieces together after the trade right. with Soto and Drury's Grand Slam. And, and that, that was, was loud. That was Tony. buzzing. Like I, you that could, was you could loud. literally bite the the air that was there. That's how <laughs> that's how thick it was. But um, yeah, I imagine it's going to be bigger and better than all those things. So it's an exciting night for San Diego, and uh, we're all going to get a chance, and uh, hopefully it's capped off with a W to, to take a 2-1 lead here in this best-of-five series. That would be the nicest thing of all indeed, and it'll be uh, Blake Snell pitching for the Padres. Tony Gonsolin will start for the Los Angeles Dodgers. How far he'll go is anybody's guess. They're saying probably three or four innings. He's coming back from injury, working his arm back up. So uh, we'll probably see quite a bit of that Dodger bullpen. Uh, I would anticipate maybe Andrew Heaney comes in first in the Dodger bullpen to bring the bring a left-hander in. Could be Dustin May. We'll just have to wait and see how it plays out. Obviously, the Padres hope they don't have to worry about the bullpen until the sixth or seventh inning. Blake Snell, Tony, you've watched him all year long. I've watched him all year long. Is it as simple with him as if he's throwing strikes, he's going to be effective? Yeah. I mean, is that, I mean, that's it, right? It I really mean, because I always think about it. Is there anything else with Blake? And it just seems if he's in the strike zone, he's so hard to hit, but his stuff is so electric. Sometimes it's hard to be in the strike zone. Yeah, no, it, it, I mean, it just came from the press conference with, uh, with Bo Mel, and that was 
one of the questions that was asked. And basically he was like, well, the key is when he's throwing strikes, <laughs> it's he's got – he's really tough to hit. And that is um, just one of those things. That's a luxury to have. Now, it's only a luxury is if he's able to command the baseball. There were some timing issues Blake alluded to in yesterday's pressers uh, where he just wasn't quite synced up, lower half, upper half, release point. And so if those things, and we've seen him really for the most most of the second half, uh, be Blake Snell, like yeah. that dude. And uh, if he's that way, Dodgers will tell you themselves. Although Blake made it a point to, to, to really um, emphasize that he doesn't even think about that 2020 start anymore. He, he has moved beyond it in large part because – it was two years ago, but also this is a completely different offensive lineup as well. Totally different deal, and you're right. Everybody, that's all anybody wants to talk about. Also with Blake Snell, I mean, I know when we had him on, you know, the two or three times we've interviewed him, it seems like we almost always ask him about that at every press conference he ever does. It goes back to Game Six of the 2020 World Series when he shut down the Dodgers until he was famously taken out of the game by Kevin Cash. Um, Tony Gonsolin on the other side. Give me your give me your your quick scouting report on him. Although I don't know. You know how much the, I, I guess the Padres have to focus on that first before they can do anything else tonight. Yeah, because what, what we do know is when the Padres have scored first, good things have happened, right? Wins have usually followed that, and so that's right. Yeah, you you do have to think about it. Gonzalez, is he's been tough on the Padres when he was healthy. I mean, um, the split is his featured off-speed pitch. Uh, the Padres have struggled with it. His command is 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 really good. That's the one thing that has made him a 16-game winner this year, and so. Uh, it's not going to be an easy task. Now, will we get the Tony Gosselin that the Padres saw, I think, two or three times during the season? We don't know. We, he's, this will be the first time we've seen him pitch since he went on the IL. Uh, he went, By the way, he went on the IL shortly after, I think he went seven innings of work against the Padres in L.A. So uh, we don't know what type of Gosselin. And I think in terms of who comes in after, I think it would largely depend on what part of the lineup is because he also has Trevor May there standing by as another piggyback type guy that he could go to that's on the right-hand side. So yeah. uh, we, we will see eventually which way that uh, where, the, where the lineup is and which way Dave Roberts goes from there. As far as the lineup is concerned, the Dodgers are making a couple of changes for game three, uh, which I anticipated because the Padres are starting a left-handed pitcher. So as a result, Trace Thompson moves from left field to center field. Cody Bellinger will sit tonight, and Chris Taylor will be in the starting lineup in left field for the Dodgers. The other move they're making, Tony, is to uh, have Austin Barnes be the catcher tonight. They're going to move Will Smith to the DH. Max Muncy is going to play second second base. Yeah. Justin Turner is going to DH. I mean, it's crazy, but the ultimate result of that is that Austin Barnes is in and Gavin Lux is out. This so. is this is their right-handed – or excuse me, their – left-handed lineup basically this is who they put up against left-handed pitching and uh, we saw it here in san diego a very similar uh, way to go about it they usually don't play bellinger or lux against left-handed pitching so uh they have the luxury they got some interchangeable parts right muncie can now move over to second you got barnes thompson can play all three outfield spots you can move him to to center uh and uh you know this is uh who'd you say is in left tonight uh, I think Chris Taylor. Chris in Taylor. Left. Okay, yeah. I was just about to say. So yeah. now you got the right-handed Chris Taylor in. So you you get as many righty-lefty matchups if you're the Dodgers. Uh, it's gonna be fun, man. We're gonna see how, how it rolls. It's gonna. This, they, this is a pivotal game, I think. What I was hoping was that you know 
Dave Roberts might consider giving Mookie Betts or Trey Turner or somebody like that the night off, oh, but yeah, that's no. not going to happen. I don't think so. That's not going to happen. That's, <laughs> that's his time of year. Padres aren't getting anybody the night off either. Uh, I, have you seen a Padre lineup yet? I have. Okay. So what do we? Is it uh, what I expect? Josh Bell is in instead of Chris Drury. Uh, although, Bra- although, Brandon Drury. although Chris Drury, Chris Chris Drury, Drury is an yeah. old hockey player that who I mention on this show every time I refer to Brandon Drury. I was going to say I don't know who Chris is, but yeah. uh, yes. Uh, so you got a uh, Profar, Soto, Machado, Bell, Cronenworth, Myers, Kim, Grisham, Nola. Yeah. Okay, that's the lineup I expected from Bob Melvin tonight. It'll all get started a little after five thirty tonight. It'll be Game Three of the National League Division Series. The Padres are trying to win a playoff game at Petco Park for the first time ever in front of fans. That's a little crazy. Uh, Padres have only played three series here since moving to Petco Park in 2005 and 2006. They played the Cardinals. They did not win any of those three home games in those two seasons. And then in 2020, they played the Cardinals, of course, and everybody remembers them beating the Cardinals two out of three here at Petco Park, but there were no fans allowed in the building. Going back to 1998, without fans in the building, the Padres, unbelievably true, Tony, have lost seven consecutive games here at home, not at Petco, but Qualcomm combined. Yeah, the, the last two the, at, uh, they at lost the last Qualcomm. two to Atlanta. They lost two to the Yankees here. Last and four, then, wow, yeah. And then right. the, the three that I just mentioned to St. Louis. So the last seven home playoff games the Padres have played with fans in the stands, going back to 1998, they have been unsuccessful. The last time they posted a win was a Saturday afternoon here in the 1998 division or the league championship series when uh, they beat the Atlanta Braves and took a 3 nothing series lead. Then uh, I think a lot of people forget the fact that the Padres had two chances at home to close out the Braves that year and were unable to do it, had to go back to Atlanta for game six where Sterling Hitchcock famously pitched them into the World Series. So Jim. Yeah. Through a gym. Shut him out. Shut him out. Yeah. So it's been a long time since San Diego fans have celebrated a home playoff win. We're we're looking at 24 years, people, since the last time we were all together for a playoff game in San Diego. And the Padres came away victorious. So hopefully tonight is the night that the Padres can uh, put a dent in it. It's going to be. What they say is going to be lit. It's going to be lit. Lit. That was my word, but you say it a lot better than I do. So I I left it for you. It's going to be. I'm. I'm trying to. I don't know what to compare it to other than the '98 World Series. I mean, there really isn't anything. That's what I'm expecting. Yeah. No. I don't. I don't think. um, Especially because it's been so long, right? And I personally think this is a completely different type of fan base in 2022 than it was in 06 and 05 when Petco still or with San Diego still had a football team you know the the tension was uh was diverted a little bit now this is the only this is the only team in town the only professional team in town football playoff games have always been exciting here but you know the Chargers never really performed all that well in those games and um, other than a, I'm just I'm just into referring to the intensity of yeah, no, I agree. This this fan base versus 0506. It's yeah, a, I it's, think this it's is on a higher level. Much more intense. Uh, Cleveland, by the way, just scored two runs in the top Ooh. of the tenth inning, so they've taken a 4-2 lead over the Yankees going to the bottom of the tenth inning. It is very possible that that series, like this series and like the Phillies Braves series, will be tied at a game apiece. Uh, if the uh, Guardians can get the final three outs. Braves and Phillies are underway in game three of their series in Philadelphia. Philadelphia fans are getting a home playoff game 
for the first time in 11 years. So there's a couple of stadiums, uh, Philadelphia and uh, right here in Petco Park. That's another stadium. And I think they both opened the same year, if I'm not mistaken. I could, I'm probably mistaken. But I seem to remember something like that. They might I don't be know right. why it just popped into it was, my head. It might have been a year before the same time. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I will look that up. I, He'll be right on that. I know. That. <laughs> if he was paying attention to the show, he could look it up. He, he just looked at me like, <laughs> what are you guys idea. talking about? He had no idea. What, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's. I, I've been in that ballpark, too, uh, during the playoffs. Philly's ballpark. I bet. It's, They're uh, going to be crazy. Pretty, pretty hostile. They'll be crazy, and, of course, uh, tomorrow the Seattle uh, Mariners host their first playoff game in 21 years. So a lot of uh, a lot of uh, ballparks without playoff baseball are getting uh, back into the swing of it here in this 2022 postseason. All right, we're mostly just going to hang out, be chatting today. Tony will be with us for a little bit. He's got to get ready for the broadcast, as you know. Scrabe will be along. Uh, we're going to listen to some press conferences from today. We're going to hear from Bob Melvin, who was on the morning show with Ben and Woods. We're going to take your phone calls at 833-288-0973. If you're coming down to Petco Park, what's your plan of attack for tonight? Give us a call. Let us know because obviously everybody is buzzing as we get ready for this first playoff game at Petco Park with fans in the building since 2006. It's Gwen and Chris from the Loft and the Western Metal Supply Company building underway for a Friar Friday, a playoff Friday on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Our announcer there just uh, told all the uh, Padres fans to get excited. I don't really think they need our announcer to tell them to no. get excited. No, not whatsoever. Everybody's pretty fired up. Game three of the National League Divisional Playoff Series. We're already inside Petco Park. They haven't opened the doors yet. 
It'll be another hour or so before they start letting people in. But when you do get in, come on up to the loft inside the Western Metal Supply Company building. We are broadcasting live. Myself, Matt Scraby, Tony Gwynn Jr., he's down in the press box. And uh, we'll hope to hear from Tony a little bit later in the program. We've got some phone callers at 833-288-0973. We have an even American League Divisional Playoff Series. The Cleveland Guardians hang on, beat the New York Yankees 4-2. The guards. The guards have tied it up at a game apiece. So that series is 1-1. They will play game three tomorrow in Cleveland. Terry Francona is doing a a marvelous job with that ball club. And uh, they're the youngest team in the entire postseason. And uh, they're also the cheapest team in the entire postseason. The Guardians have by far the lowest payroll of any team. So, I mean, if you want to root for an underdog, I mean, that Cleveland over the Yankees, that is like that is like night and day. I mean, the Yankees spend more money than anybody. The uh, Guardians spend less money than anybody. They, uh, they were talking about it today on the uh, telecast. The Yankees hit 254 home runs this year. The Guardians hit 127 home runs, <laughs> exactly half wow. the total that the Yankees hit. So you talk about the big, bad boys, city, you know, big yeah, city big team city guys. against the, the small market, Cleveland. But Cleveland has tied that up 1-1. So we'll see how that goes back to Cleveland. And think about the year that they started with. They were There was rumors that Jose Ramirez was going to be traded to the Padres because the Guardians were thinking about rebuilding. Obviously, that didn't happen. He stayed with the Guardians, but now they're in the playoffs. Yeah, turned out to be a pretty good move by Jose Ramirez, although he wouldn't have actually hurt the Padres. No, no, guy's no. A, guy's a pretty good ball player. Yes. Uh, he was in the running for the American League MVP for the first two-thirds of the season before Aaron Judge kind of pulled away. Uh, the other American League series, Houston and Seattle, that's the only one that is 2-0. Houston took the first two games of that series. Atlanta and Philadelphia in the National League, they are 1-1 in the series, scoreless in the uh, third inning today. In Philadelphia, that's uh, Austin Nola's brother, Aaron yeah. Nola, Aaron. pitching for the Phillies. So uh, he's been really good too. I'll tell you one thing. I told you, I'm not making any secret about this. I'm rooting for the Phillies big time in this series. I mean, you know, I, I, the Padres have a ton of work ahead of them. They got to win two out of three games over the the vaunted Dodgers. But if the Padres do win this series. I would love to see the Phillies have to fly out here and open the National League Championship Series right here at Petco Park on Tuesday night. That would be incredible. Yes, it would. If the Padres could be, you know, have the home field advantage for the NLCS, and they would have it if they play the Phillies. So, what a reversal of fortune that would be. Wouldn't that be something yes. going from having to be in the, the at, road team? Yeah, having to go at New York, you know, for three games, then open up the series in L.A. against the Dodgers. If it works out, crazy. The Phillies and the Padres both win. The Padres would actually have home field advantage for the National League Championship Series. But uh, that's such a long way off. that uh, yeah, it, It's you, fun you to know think what I mean? about. Well, you have to throw it out there. You do. You have to put you it do. out in the universe, otherwise it won't happen. Right? Isn't yeah. that the way the conspiracy theory works? If yes. You don't, you have to if you say don't throw it out to the gods, yes. the baseball gods have to see it well, in order to make it happen. LeVar Ball also said, speak it into existence. <laughs> so well, I'm going to quote him here. And yes. You're speaking it and into when it existence. Comes, when it comes to quoting people, uh, you know, I think of guys like Martin Luther King Jr., yes, yes, of course. Nelson Mandela, yes, yes, yes. and LeVar Ball. Of course. So those are my top three. <laughs> those are the top three. Yeah, quote, those are my top quote three. Quote sayers. Quote guys. Uh, all right. Uh, let's. 
take a bunch of phone calls. We're going to just have some fun today. Uh, like I said, if you're heading down to the ballpark, kind of want to know what your plan of attack is and, uh, you know, how you're going to get down, how early you're going to get down here, what you're looking forward to, etc. And let's start it with Vince and Chula Vista. Always a good place to lead off here on the Gwen and Chris Show. Hi, Vince. Hey, guys. Hey guys, how are you? I'm actually down here now. I'm at my home plate members entrance, um, standing in line. Cannot. Wow. How bad's to... the line, Vince? It's not well. It's long. <laughs> it, it the line is great. It's long as you would as you would think it would be. But you know what the best part about it is? I've counted two Dodger hats in the entire line. Ah. In a regular game, it, it'd be like fifty-fifty. So this is. This is um, this is already a good guys. sign. I, already, already a good sign for sure. The best sign, though, is I think what what Skipper said when the regular season tipped over into the postseason. Go to zero zero. Everything changes, and this is a different team uh, than than what we ended with. You could just see it. It's palpable. And tonight is going to be as electric as any game I've ever been to down here. Tony talked about it when, when he was kind of running up to it, the uptick in, in amplitude. I think that's absolutely going to happen tonight. So we wanted to get here. We wanted to get here early. We did that. And, guys, I can't – as soon as we get through, we're heading to the Western Metal um, Supply Building going up to the loft because I just have to meet you guys. I, I absolutely, I'll be the one in the Padres Jersey, by the way. So uh, it, it'll be, it'll be fun to, to finally meet you guys. And I really think too, if we, if we talk about the game for just a minute and it's going nuts down here now, guys is really amping up. I think Good. Snell, I think Snell is, is, is you know what? He's going to be Snellzilla tonight. Just have a feeling about it. It meets the guy's personality. It really, really does. And um, so expecting big stuff out of him. And then, of course, you know, Manny. Manny's going to do Manny things tonight. And then up and down the line of what we've seen since they've gone to New York is, um, is something special. So special time, special game. My daughter was one year old. My son that I'm with here now was three. The last yeah. time the Padres had a had a home playoff game, so um, we are absolutely absolutely ready to go. Thank you again for all that you do. It's such a it's such a great joy of mine being able to listen to you and call in from time to time. And so so thank you for that. And uh, in a few short minutes, I'm hoping to meet you guys. Hey Vince, right. we'll be here, man. Yeah. And, and Vince, as he said, he'll be easy to spot, Scraby. He'll be the guy in the Padres jersey. Oh yes, yes. So there's only one of those. He'll here probably tonight. be the only guy walking around. Hey Vince, thanks a lot for everything. Your calls Thank are you. always enlightening, and uh, we enjoy talking with you. Let's go to Artie in uh, Tijuana joining us here on uh, Gwen and Chris on this playoff Friday afternoon. Artie, how are you? I am very well. I am stuck in traffic crossing the border. Going home right now, Mr. Scraby, saludos. Mr. Ello, saludos. We have a region that is rooting for the Padres. It's not just San Diego. We have a little bit of a town south of the border that is rooting for the Padres. And I want to tell you guys, I used to work in the baseball industry. I was a baseball scout for about 10 years. 
And it was very difficult for me to listen to the media when I was involved in the industry. And you guys were the only show that I could listen to respectfully and listen to facts. You guys weren't about the show or the clowns or trying to just get people to listen. You you guys are very good at what you're doing, and I want to let everybody out in the San Diego region know that Scraby and Ello and Gwyn, these guys know what they're talking about. They mix fandom with the actual facts of the game, and I'm letting you guys know. The Padres well, thank you so are, much, Artie. Hey, Scraby. Don't interrupt him, Scraby. I know, I know, I know, I know. I didn't know what to hey. do. I didn't know what to do. He's no, on a roll. No, you guys, it, it's, very, it's very difficult because I, I, I'm, I'm in between being a fan and a professional. But this is the best Padres team I have ever seen. And I'm from this region. I am from TJ. I am from the South Bay. I am from everything south of the eight. And this is the best Padres team ever. You had, we had Kevin Brown, but we have Kevin Brown times three. We have Ken Caminetti times three. This is a World Series team. I am literally right now crossing the border, going through immigration as I'm talking to you guys. And you know what? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the timing could not be more perfect for me to be the first time talking to you guys. But um, the NLDS is... We we should not be expecting anything more than a World Series right now, to be honest. Right. Well, I'll tell you one I mean, thing, Artie. Uh, you're very nice to say what yes. you said. And uh, if I had any pull with the immigration officials, I would wave you right on through and uh, get you to where you need to go. But uh, thanks so much for calling yes, us. thank you. Thanks for the kind words. We'll, we will definitely effort to keep up the good work on our end. And here's hoping that your, uh, your premonitions about this uh, – <laughs> 2022 Paul Dre Ball Club all come true. Can I give one prediction for tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Juan Soto's going to hit a home run. He needs right. his Padre moment. He has not had his Padre moment. He will have his Padre moment tonight. Mark my words. Let's go, Padre. Let's, let's up at one. Let's say that I he love hits, it. Let's say that he hits two home runs tonight. Or a grand Sorry. slam. I almost uh, said gonna... salami and got stuck between salami and slam. Salami. Slummy. Let me tell you something about Artie real quick. Artie's been a longtime listener of the show, and he's been one of the most supportive people on Twitter. That's so really nice. Appreciate you, Artie, for saying all that. He told me he's wanted to call in for a long time. He just he works separate hours, but appreciate you uh, making time for us today, Artie. Yeah, that was very kind of Artie. All right, if anybody else wants to call, you don't even have to be anywhere near that nice to us. You can just call in and <laughs> tell us what's going on in your world as you get ready for Game 3. Where are you going to watch the game tonight? If you're heading down to Petco Park, let us know what your plan of attack is. Let us know when you're coming down, where you're going to be. Hopefully you'll make us part of your plans. We are broadcasting live from the loft in the Western Metal Supply Company building. We will be here till 430 Pre-game show gets underway then with Sammy Lev and the first pitch shortly after 5.30. When we come back, some of the press conferences, some of the audio from Bob Melvin. He was on with Ben and Woods this morning, and we'll hear what the skipper had to say ahead of Game 3 when we come back on 97.3 The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Padres King and now a ground ball into right field and a base hit. That's going to get Cronenworth home, and the Padres going to go back in front. A bounding ball through the right side, an RBI single for Profar, and a 4-3 San Diego lead in the sixth. Jerks and Profar with one of the many key hits the Padres had in the Game 2 victory over the Dodgers on Wednesday night, but now it is Friar Friday, and it is playoff baseball at Petco Park for the first time that fans can be here in 16 years looking for our first San Diego playoff victory at home, again, that fans could witness in 24 years. So it's been a long time waiting for a day like this, and we'll see if the Padres can knock off the Dodgers tonight. Blake Snell will pitch against Tony Gonsolin. Chris Hello, Matt Scraby together here at uh, the loft uh, inside the Western Metal Supply Company building. We're already inside Petco Park, but uh, I know they're going to open the doors for everybody else about 3.30 here, so uh, make sure uh, in your pregame doings you uh, come on up and say hello. We'd love to say hi to everybody. Uh, we're going to hear from Bob Melvin, some of his conversation with Ben and Woods this morning. Of course, the guys, Ben and Woods, Coach John Cantera, broadcasting live in the gas lamp today from the uh, Punch Bowl. Social, yeah. Social. Social. Yeah. Look like they're having a lot of fun down there. Oh, yeah. I mean, that place looks amazing. I I had no idea that that was there. I I love that we're, you know, back out and about from the whole COVID thing. Yes, no kidding. Because there's a lot of new businesses, and there are a lot of cool places that are opening up, and that's one of them. Well, that's one of my favorite things about the postseason is that we're always out and about. Yes. We get to meet a lot of fans. We saw a couple of young men. What was his name? Owen. Owen, yes, yeah. Eight-year-old Owen came with his dad, came by. They were on a pregame tour. Yeah. And they uh, They had VIP access. It looked like they ditched the tour for a couple of minutes so they could come (laughs) over and say hi to us. They did. They the rest did. of the tour was elsewhere, and then <laughs> Owen and his dad came over and said, we got to say hi to you. And, you know, you mentioned this too, Scraby. We were starting to cultivate some younger listeners. We yeah. had the uh, the young man the other day. Joey, I believe. Joey was his name, out at Alesmith Brewing Company. You told me the story afterwards. We had him on the air and uh, said hello to him, and it turned out it was his birthday, and he was yeah. all excited to be. But you talked to his mom after. I did. And she said, yeah, we wanted to take him to Chuck E. Cheese, but he wanted to come here to Alesmith to see you guys broadcast the show. He did. 12-year-old listener. So, hey, we welcome all of the young people. It's not out of the question, Scraby, because when I was about 12 or 13 years old, I started listening to sports talk radio. So, 
You know, it totally is not surprising to me that we have some young listeners out there. And, uh, you know, we welcome you to the show and hope you can uh, talk mom and dad to bring into the game tonight. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love – I met another young man named Jordan who came after school with his dad, Quincy. And they say that they listen to us every day on the way home from school. And that, like, honestly does warm my heart because growing up, I did do the same with my parents. We always listen to talk radio in the car. That's why I'm doing talk radio right now is because it's just something that's in my soul. And these kids, too, they, they like radio. They like talking sports. They wanted to see how it works. And. And so, yeah, it's it's one of the most uh, fun things for rewarding. me to see. Rewarding, yeah, rewarding, yes. It's a rewarding part of the uh, the job for sure. Rewarding for the Philadelphia Phillies right now is having Reese Hoskins just hit a three-run home run to give the Phillies a 4 nothing lead over the Atlanta Braves. And uh, that means that uh, Philadelphia in game three of that series has jumped out to a lead. So uh, we'll keep our eye on that game earlier. Cleveland defeated the New York Yankees in extra innings four to two. Uh, Astros and Mariners, that series is idle today. Uh, I just got a question about the goose on uh, Twitter. (laughs) About the goose from the other night? Yes. I, I, I did some digging. And okay. I found out what happened to the goose after they after, after they, they put it in the trash can. Yes, yes, and ushered it off the field. Yes, very nice trap for that goose. But anyway, I'm not happy with how the Dodgers treated the goose. What they do to the goose? They I made a joke on Twitter like, what do they actually do with the goose now? Do they just leave it at the front gate and say bye? That's basically what they did. They put it outside, and let it fly away. <laughs> and I'm like, what? You guys just put it outside, let it fly away. It was injured, it looked What'd like. What do you want him to do, take it home? No, take it to like a bird sanctuary because that, now that goose does not have its goose friends and family to get to Mexico. <laughs> I'm serious. He might have got a text from one of his friends. <laughs> he got a text. And uh, they might have let him know where they are and oh, he might or be they, able to rejoin them. <laughs> or they dared him to go land on the field during the game. But anyway, uh, I did get a question about the goose. Bryce Harper just hit a two-run homer, according to our guy Frank back in the studio. Runs are coming in bunches in that game. Philadelphia now leading Atlanta 6 to nothing. Great start for the Phillies in Game 3. I hope that the Padres have a similar game tonight. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be amazing. It would be really something. All right, let's get a couple of more phone calls out there. 833-288-0973. And then we'll hear from Bob Melvin. Uh, Ed and Poway. Ed, you still there? I'm still here, fellas. Hi, Ed. What's going on, Ed? Oh, my God. Waiting on this is like watching grass grow. Well, I hopefully we're a little more <laughs> exciting than that, Ed, but I, I, no, I feel no, like no. there's a compliment in there somewhere, Scraby. He, he, no, 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 not you guys. I'm just waiting for the game to start, fellas. Yes. You, you guys no, are, I know what you mean. this time pass a little quicker. Hey, 1984, loudest I've ever heard any. Hey, Evan, just heading into game. Um, it was unreal. And uh, all three games, especially coming back from Chicago, down 0-2. And we expect to get the best out of him as well. What happened? Uh, Ed, you you're still there. Uh, I think we yeah, got a, a wire crossed. I think we're actually, honestly hearing some of the yes. press conference going on down below here at Petco Park. So that might be what you all are hearing. But, Ed, I'll tell you one thing I remember about 1984, and I don't know if you remember this, but – when the Padres were down two games to none and they flew home from Chicago and the crowd that greeted them at uh, then Jack Murphy Stadium and when they were down and out, they got home after the bus and they were going to go out to their cars and go home for the night and there was a huge throng of people, thousands of fans came out to cheer them that night 
And then, of course, the next night, Gary Templeton, the pregame introductions, getting his hat waving and getting the crowd going. And you're right about that, Frank. 1984, those three games were about as loud as it's ever been in a San Diego stadium. Now, there, there was a, uh, wasn't really a, a chant, but it was a cheer. And I think uh, we need to reinstitute that here at Petco. And basically, I know the Beat LA thing is, is, is awesome, but we need to get the 84 chant going, which started off with just hard rays. And it just resonates through the whole stadium. And it just gets louder and louder and louder. Hopefully, we can do that tonight. And I just hope to God I was able to get a ticket, but not yet. But I still got my fingers crossed. I got a couple buddies going, and they're going to see if they can't find me one. So you probably right, keep up the great work. Have a have a great time and go pods. Thank, Thank you, Ed. Ed. Appreciate that, and I hope you uh, you Me find too. a way in there, tonight. There, there's there's and tickets one, available out if, there. And if one lonely guy stands up in the upper deck tonight <laughs> and starts going, Padres, we'll know that it's see. Ed. I I I don't know what he's talking about specifically, but I can imagine it, and that would be pretty cool to get the stadium in unison chanting that. I think that would be awesome. My favorite chant all time at uh, Qualcomm Stadium, and I'm going to try to duplicate it as best I can right now. You have to be, you have to be a Padre fan from the mid 1980s to get this chant, because this guy was the left fielder on the 1984 World Series team. His name was Carmelo Martinez. Oh, I thought you meant Anthony. No, Anthony was the right fielder. No. Oh, oh, oh. Tony Gwynn Jr. Tony Gwynn Jr. Was <laughs> I was not... saying Carmelo Anthony. Bad joke. Move on. Yeah, very bad. Uh, no, Tony Gwynn was in right field. Kevin McReynolds in center field. Carmelo Martinez was the name of the left fielder. And they used to have a chant back in the left field bleachers when Carmelo would come out there. And it went something like this. Carmelo. Carmelo, <laughs> Carmelo, Carmelo Martinez, Carmelo Martinez, Carmelo Martinez, Carmelo Martinez, Carmelo. They just continued to chant. They that? just kept doing that. It that was an cool. unbelievable chant for the then Padres left. Did field. he ever turn around and acknowledge the crowd? I'm or? sure he did. I mean, that, was, that, was that is my, pretty incredible. That was say. one of my all-time favorite chants. Gotta say. I don't, there must be somebody out there listening oh, I'm who sure remembers oh, that I'm chant sure. from the mid-1980s for Carmelo Martinez. But, uh, yeah, he was, he, well, they were all special on that 1984 team. And you talk about the goose. I was on uh, KUSI this morning doing my – a special Friday sports report. So right. normally on Mondays, yeah. But they had Goose Gossage on the uh, air today. Oh, really? Yeah, G- Goose uh, Gossage lives in Colorado now, and uh, he was on talking about the 1984 World Series and how electric he expects it to be at Petco Park tonight. Look, Katie in Oceanside. Katie, thanks for being on the show. Oh, Katie. All right. Thanks for. Uh, I actually thanks met, for calling. Katie. Yeah, I actually met Katie the other day at our Alesmith broadcast. Oh, she came by to uh, say hi for say 20, hi 25 minutes. It was when it was uh, when I showed up and you were hidden in the corner and no uh. one could find you. <laughs> and they were like, "What are you here by yourself?" And I'm like, "No, Chris is over there in the He's corner." He's way over there in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I was a bad boy. They put me in the corner. Uh, of course, and the dunce cap was on and all that good stuff. The dunce cap and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. 833-288-0973. If you want to join us, 
Give me somebody who remembers their Carmelo chant. That would really make my day. I hope I didn't just do that chant for nothing. I hope no, that, no. I hope that brought back memories for somebody out there. No, but it will every time we play it on the air from now on. I so. bet you're going to play it a million <laughs> times from now on. And you know, it's funny. As soon as I started to do it, I'm like, Scraby's going to take this, and he's going to play this all I, the time. I give you credit because it's not easy to put yourself out there like that. That's all right. I don't mind uh, from time to time. All right, Bob Melvin, he put himself out there. Friend of the uh, Ben and Woods, not that he was on with the media this afternoon, but this morning he was on with Ben and Woods, and uh, they had uh, Bo Mel on the uh, Friar Friday interview this morning. So here is some of the stuff that Bob Melvin had to say, beginning with how he felt about getting that split with the Dodgers in L.A. Yeah, look, it, it it feels good. We you know we've been through a tough season. I think it's really served us well that you know we're playing really hard games right now, and we're kind of used to them. So. Um, it, it's it's a lot of fun. It's what's play playoff baseball should be, uh, back and forth. You know, a lot of good, really good baseball, both ends of the ball. It just it feels really good right now. Yeah, I think it does. We talked about this going into game two, Scraby. I mean, it wasn't exactly brain surgery. Either the series was going to be all Dodgers, two nothing. Padres are going to be coming home, you know, excited but on the brink of elimination. Oh, yeah. Or it was going to be 1-1, and it was going to be like a brand-new series. I mean, that's how much was at stake in that game the other night that the Padres won. I, I, I mean, I feel like the, the, the mood, obviously, is completely different today than it would have been if they were down 2-0. I know that Padres fans would bring it, but I think there would also be that sense of, oh, man, could this be it tonight? But it's not it tonight. No. And I feel like the Padres have nothing. I mean, the whole playoffs, they have nothing to lose at this point. And tonight they have nothing to lose. So why not make this the night that you win game three? Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you because I think the Padres can't go into it with a nothing-to-lose attitude. I think you got a lot to lose. I mean, I think you have to put yourself out there. You have to put it out on the line. We talked about this before. The Dodgers, the Yankees, maybe they have nothing to lose in the sense that they seem to make the playoffs every single year. We would like to believe that the Padres are going to be in the postseason now for the next 10 straight years with the, you know, the team that A.J. Preller's put together. But we found out last year, nothing's guaranteed. You're right. And I, so I think you have to, you have to feel like you're, you're, you're putting something on the line when you go out there. I, I, I know that's a, it's an old saying, let's play like we got nothing to lose. But you do. You got a season at stake. You got a 1-1 series. You got something on the line here, too. And when I use that phrase, I don't mean to, to, to like, I mean it in a way of let's just play with the pressure off. Let's know what's at stake here. But play our baseball, Padres baseball. And every time that the Padres are able to play their game, they end up faring pretty well, and they played their game the other night, and they won. Well, you definitely have to relax in the face of the pressure. That that goes with it in the postseason. And as we talked about the other day, the better you embrace the pressure, the better you're going to handle the pressure. And there's going to be some pressure on these teams tonight, and uh, you're going to feel it here at Petco Park. Dave Roberts. Talking about Tony Gonsolin, going to throw only 75 pitches tonight. Bob Melvin was asked by Ben and Woods how that impacts the Padres' game plan tonight. You know, these guys do things a certain way. It's not uh, out of the norm for them to deploy a lot of bullpen guys no matter what. So if, if that's what they're looking out of their starter, then we know that guys from their bullpen are be coming in the game. They match up. They have pockets of of guys in our lineup that they're going to have the relievers up against. So it, it, regardless of how long he goes, uh, I don't think it really affects the way we look at it. 
All right, uh, that was uh, Bob Melvin. He was on with Ben and Woods this morning. And, uh, of course, those guys always, you know, they do great interviews. They ask really, really, really I, I good questions. I actually don't know for a fact that they do great interviews because <laughs> every time they want to have a guest from our show on their show, uh-huh. they choose Tony. Oh, 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 yes. So, well, uh, I don't know how many times they've ever actually interviewed me, so I, I really don't know if I can say for I sure. I would say something, but – Why don't you say it? Uh, no, I'm not going to say it. Why don't you say it? No, this Put is a happy day. Good vibes only. What, are you going to do bad vibes? No, good vibes only. Don't give me bad vibes. I'm, I'm not giving saying, you bad vibes. Don't give me any bad vibes. You know who gave me really bad vibes the other day? No. And it stuck with me all week. Who? Brian Kenny. Brian it, Kenny. It really, it, he really gave me bad vibes. And, you know, we're going to play a little bit of Joe Musgrove later, and he was asked about Brian Kenny, and it's spicy. Well, so. you know, look, Joe Musgrove is not happy with the things that Brian Kenny had to say on the MLB Network. He shouldn't be. I mean, Brian Kenny basically called him out as a cheater. And yeah. As you and I talked about, it was – it was uh, not only irreprehensible, but it was it was irresponsible. You know, I, you, you don't have the right to say those kinds of things when you have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. We'll tell you what Brian Kenny was talking about and what Joe Musgrove said when we come back to kick off hour number two. It's Gwen and Chris, Scraby and I broadcasting live from uh, the loft inside the Western Metal Supply Company building just a half hour away from them opening the gates at Petco Park. And letting everybody on in for game three of the NLDS, a game you'll hear right here on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 